Hello and welcome to the Betcha Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Today we're talking about... Pride. Sephora closing. And Trump's trip to the UK. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. <laughs> You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hello. Hi. Um, I just want to apologize up top to all our listeners. I have like bad allergies today and it's mm-hmm. making my throat very scritchy scratchy. Well, I have some tea here. If you want to have some, you are more than welcome Can to Can I take... sip on this yeah, tea? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, I make like a very loud sipping noise. <laughs> <laughs> that was Elise, guys. <laughs> Great. I feel soothed. But just so everyone knows, that's mm-hmm. why I sound like this. We right haven't now. done the podcast in a minute together. I know because we've been traveling. We've, we've been, been all over. Yeah. We traveled. Brian came back. I was still gone. And it's 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 been wild. Yeah. So, Brian, mm-hmm. do you want to tell me what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? Well, it's Pride Month. It is. Yay. Happy Pride, Brian. Oh, thank you. Happy Pride to you. <laughs> thank you. Um, it is a, as a straight woman. It's a little about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's it's interesting and and, and it's in a multitude of ways because you know when I first moved to New York and I came out it was like 2010 marriage equality wasn't legal yeah. for four years and there was still a lot more like fighting and like to get what's ours you know you're still really we're still like in some states second-class citizens yeah but the, my major majority blah 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 we have better rights than we did in 2010 yes. so that's nice but it's also interesting to see you know because you can tell that there's more marketing and brand sponsorships of pride yes. like it's getting a little crazy um anyways something that came up that i noticed is pride adjacent is mm-hmm. this guy carlos maza he's a vox journalist and he hosts a youtube series called strike through it's a really popular series mm-hmm. um he basically tackles these issues that are important and you know i, I guess you could say it's like left-leaning because it is um so what happened was, is Maza on May 30th, uh, he started talking about the fact that there's this other YouTube channel called Louder with Crowder. Yes. Can I say for one second that the reason I found out about this YouTube channel is because my crazy aunt who went on TV to defend Brett Kavanaugh, she shares his links all the time oh where he says like that Emma Gonzalez bullied the Parkland shooter and other just interesting um, things that he has to say. Um, well, that's great. And so it's hosted <laughs> by this guy, right-wing personality, Steven Crowder. Mm-hmm. And he basically ho- like posts these videos after Carlos Maza posts his videos, like going against them mm-hmm. and like criticizing them. But like in a, a takedown. But yeah, like a takedown video, but in a very like aggressive, homophobic um, you know, um, racist way. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have. Wow. <laughs> and so Carlos went on this whole like rant on Twitter about it. It got a lot of retweets. And basically I actually have a little bit of a clip of Steven Croder um, criticizing Carlos Maza, who's a Hispanic gay man. Okay, so the little queer could eat his chips all nonchalantly. Code <gasps> for rape, Mr. Queer Eating Chips on the Vox channel. <laughs> chip, 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 but you can eat just one. Like dicks. This is what Mr. Gay Vox wants to do. Mr. Lispy Queer from Vox. <gasps> what were you holding, Gay Latino from Vox? <gasps> his hand movement in fast motion is gay. Now we're here with the short-haired angry lesbian on Skype. And cable news, cable news bitching. Two gay guys sitting there eating a banana. We get the symbolism there. <laughs> the truth is hiding in a closet two weeks later. 
probably along to his next Pride Parade outfit. This guy on the gay semi-Latino. Okay. <laughs> wow. You kind of get that. Wow. Um, he's also in some of, in some of these. I think it says socialism like creates faggots or fags. Wow. He's wearing a shirt and he's also trying to sell. Oh, that that's shirt. a shirt. Yeah, it's a shirt that he makes that he's wearing in these videos while he's saying these things. Oh. So he basically. Wow. So yeah, he was basically. <laughs> adding youtube like what the fuck are you doing this guy is attacking me he, mm-hmm. he like he has a lot of followers they go after him they go after his family he got mm-hmm. docs he was getting text messages by all of these people yes and the texts all because I, I read his thread and the text all said debate steven crowder yeah which i'm just like that is my favorite Over what i know that is my favorite like uh like alt-right thing is to be like debate me yeah <laughs> debate me and it's like that is actually fun to say that to people so youtube responded and they said while we found language that was clearly hurtful the videos as posted don't violate our policies mm. opinions can be deeply offensive but if they don't violate our policies they'll remain on our site okay fuck you um but then after the backlash because everyone was like that's crazy you sound like a crazy person youtube um YouTube announced that they would remove Crowder from their partner program. Basically, he's still there, but he can no longer monetize. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he can still harass this guy. And yeah. he also doesn't make a lot, most of his money off of the monetization of his YouTube videos. No, he makes it off the shirt. He, yeah. And, he's, <laughs> he's and, the they said, and they said, once you take the shirt link off your YouTube channel, then we'll allow you to monetize again anyways. <gasps> so while this is all happening, YouTube has a fucking gay logo. A, a they changed their logo? logo, a pride logo. They changed their they mm. changed their logo on their social platforms Mm-mm. to a rainbow. So fuck you. <laughs> In what way is like calling someone a lispy queer like like? Well, those are opinions, mm-hmm. and they're hard to hear. Like, no. Yeah, it's no. If he was talking, if he was talking about his the, like his political videos and breaking down why he doesn't agree with the politics yeah. of the video. That would be different, but these that compilation is just him saying homophobic shit to this guy yeah. and inciting more homophobic mm-hmm. like attacks against him online. And I'm not over these people like using the defense that uh, when people are being homophobic that they're like internalized homophobia acting out. It's like perhaps or maybe they just hate gay people. Yeah, because it's not like people who are racist against black people have internalized like they don't want to be black. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, so the argument of like internalized homophobia oh, yeah. as like oh as like I like like he like the idea that he's doing this because like maybe he is gay a little bit yeah. like or bi and like wa- doesn't exactly. want to admit it exactly and I'm yeah. like kind of over that argument as mm-hmm. giving it as like an excuse I, it's, yeah. even though it's not but mm-hmm. it's like no maybe they just don't like gay people yeah maybe they're just a bigot <laughs> well it reminds me of that straight pride parade happening in well Boston. yes <laughs> the three man parade uh, yeah there are like three guys in Boston who applied for a straight pride parade I. Can't can't tell if like it's actually going to happen or it's just something that they got like approved to do because I kind of feel like I think who's it's, it's going? like pending approval. We actually talked about this a lot on tomorrow's episode of Everyone's Gay. Yes. Um, but yeah, these these three dudes. One of them was actually a, con- uh, a candidate for Congress. <laughs> um, for their uh, <laughs> for the Republican Party, he lost clearly, and they they were like, <laughs> they. But one of his quotes was literally, "Straight people are a marginalized majority." 
That was like the first. Wow. Set. I was like, that is an oxymoron. Wow. You're, you're starting your mm-hmm. press statement with something that disputes the other. Straight people are oppressed oppressors. Yeah, it's true. I mean, because <laughs> I, I, I can think of all the times that people were beat up for being straight. Yeah. Um, well, it's hard. Remember it, that time that all those gay guys beat up that cu- that straight couple? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I know that when my boyfriend and I, when we want to hold hands on the street, I say, well, my problem is no one looks at us. And I'm like, look at me. <laughs> Why won't you look but at me? It is a thing, you know. I, I get nervous still. I'm st- I live in New York in one of the most liberal areas in the world. You never know who's fucking crazy. Exactly. And I just sometimes I feel uncomfortable holding my boyfriend's hand. And straight people don't have that issue. And hence the reason for gay pride. It's not all about corporate sponsorships and partying. It's actually about, you know, celebrating the systematic of oppression of LGBTQ people. You know? Yeah. Can I talk about one corporate sponsorship that... One corporate pride sponsorship that floored me. Yeah, <laughs> the what? sign. Okay, this was actually Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Chris Burns posted mm-hmm. this on his Insta story, but there's a sign outside the historic Stonewall Inn, which this is not a criticism of Stonewall. Stonewall, get your money, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do. Yeah. But there is a sign outside of Stonewall that says, like, JetBlue sponsors, like, Pride Stonewall. And then <laughs> the sign says, <laughs> love wings oh no love wings (laughs) it doesn't make like i see what they're doing but like it doesn't make sense i understand the pun yes but it makes me think of chicken wings like i love buffalo chicken wings it uh, is that that there's so there's so much about it that i was just like oh no i was like this is a quintessential like just like I, I don't know it reminds me like women kind of deal with this and like when everything just goes pink for breast cancer or during yeah. women's history month or like whatever like yeah women's month uh-huh. like everyone's just like feminism for the month yeah. but then the same thing these platforms like you're talking about like don't protect women or don't do yeah. anything for people I mean it w- I, what I think would be great is if during pride month we focused on the education of lgbt history mm-hmm. because there is none of that in that's like the true. curriculum as people know speak. like stonewall yeah and that's it and they don't even really know what happened yeah and a big issue of that is you know a lot of the people who were alive and leading the efforts at that time mm-hmm. all died from hiv and aids that that i never even thought about that but that makes sense you know because like it, it's, it's a topic of conversation because you know our generation my generation of gay men a lot of the people that we would have looked up to or aspired to be died. Yeah. Um, so there's like this, there's just this gap. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But yeah, happy pride. <laughs> happy, happy pride. <laughs> Fuck you, YouTube. Make sure if you're a corporate brand, you're giving that money to actual LGBTQ causes. Yeah. Um, you're not just saying puns. Yeah. You're not but I think JetBlue did give them money. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure good for Stonewall. Get it. Yeah. Get your money. Get your free flights. Whatever you yeah. want to do. Um, Elise, Love wings. What is getting you through this week <laughs> in Trump's America? Um, as per usual, it's drama. <laughs> um, Sephora has been in like, like plunged into drama mm-hmm. lately. Um, basically, so here's what happened. Um, Sephora closed for one hour yesterday to solve racism. Um, <laughs> the makeup gurus yes. are bringing down. They said, you know what? We're going to set aside one hour. <laughs> We're going to tackle this problem. So <laughs> they closed the store yesterday because they needed to do diversity training after the singer SZA. Uh, she <laughs> This is just so crazy to me. What's getting me through the week isn't that this happened to her. It's thinking about... uh, I'll explain. Okay. SZA was racially profiled at 
a Sephora. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, accor- according to her Twitter, someone called the cops on her and accused her of stealing. And then she was like, I've, I've been to the Grammys. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need to fucking steal yeah. makeup from Sephora. I'm a multi-platinum Yeah, like, Grammy didn't she award win Artist of the Year? I think she... Has she won? A Dua Lipa won. Yeah. I don't know, but she's... Yeah, I'm she's, just like, listen, she doesn't... The thing is, she doesn't need to steal makeup from mm-hmm. Sephora. Um... And I wonder, I wonder why you thought that she was. So she said in her tweet, like, we had a long talk about this. And what's getting me through the week is just thinking about that moment where the people who called the cops on her realize, like, this is SZA. Uh-huh. Because I personally, I'm out of touch with celebrities, so I wouldn't necessarily recognize her on mm-hmm. the street. But if she was like, I'm SZA, and then I Googled it briefly, I would be like, oh, my God, that is SZA. Yeah. So I just, what's getting me through the week is thinking of, of that moment where the racist, like... <laughs> The racist like Sephora employee realized she's fucked up so, <laughs> so bad. Like she's fucked up on a level where they're going to have to close the store <laughs> for an hour on all stores to deal with what she has done. Oh, no. I didn't know that. Mu- what I understand is don't they have like detectors and shit? Like if someone's stealing, they walk through and the, the alarm goes off, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's so much like... <laughs> There's so much about it. And then, so like this happened with SZA and then Sephora was like, okay, we're going to close all the stores on June 5th to like solve racism. And then, (laughs) and then Leslie Jones of SNL gets on Twitter and she's like, I sent my makeup artist to Sephora to like look for some new makeup or whatever. And she was, she and her, like, I think she said she and her wife, but she, she and her spouse, did not like were treated so badly at Sephora that they called me crying. So fuck Sephora. Oh wow. So this is like a big issue at Sephora. Clearly, I guess. Yeah. And like there, the two incidents were not related. Like they just have, and they happened at two completely different stores. The SZA one was at the Calabasas store, mm-hmm. and the Leslie Jones one was in New York. So wow. it is interesting. It's interesting. I mean, I'm sure that they people of color deal with that, especially going into a store like well, Sephora. I'm sure it happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, if these two women who are in their own rights, powerful, yeah. successful women, if it's happening to them. Yeah. Imagine like the, the multi, like how often it actually does. Exactly. Happen. Like these are just the two people who were able, who had a platform to be like, uh, what the fuck, yeah. you know, but it probably happens to other people who like, if they tweeted about it, it wouldn't get any traction mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. So, that's a mess for Sephora, but that thinking about that moment has made me laugh a lot. Yeah. And like the just of her being like, son of like, like just like like si- like surreptitiously googling who's like says uh, images for mm-hmm. one second and then looking and being like, oh god, oh god, I'm racist. <laughs> Shit, I'm really racist. Yeah, I'm definitely racist. Fuck, mm-hmm. and like just being stuck in that moment. That's that, what's been getting me through. That is what's scary. That's also scary when people are racist and they they're, they're, they don't know that they're racist. No, no. And so I wonder, like, what? I mean, in that moment, in her core, she must have known. Yeah, like shit. I definitely did this for racist reasons, yeah. but I'm sure there are so many barriers in between her, like actually admitting that. I don't know if they said she's been fired. I don't know. Starbucks I, I did pr- something recently too starbucks had to do that after they like ki- they did like the same thing they like kicked a guy out of a, of a coffee shop yeah because he was like loitering quote he, like, unquote. Bought coffee. yeah <laughs> oh boy and it's just a situation where it's like why do you need to bring in the police 
first. Yeah. Like why? Because aren't there, there are so many, like I've worked a couple retail jobs before and there are all these things you're supposed to do before you just call the police. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to go up and be like, can I help you with anything? And start just like offering them customer service. Yeah. And then that's supposed to like, it, like I don't know There are things where it's like Oh I see you got the blue shirt So you like let them know Like I know that you have this oh, item There are all these like things That you're supposed to do And I mean it still would have been racist If she had done that to SZA But it's like even crazier That she would just immediately Call the police mm-hmm. Like yeah. do you think there was danger <laughs> Was this uh, Whatever I don't know Anyway I I have an Ulta gift card also, So I'm shopping at Ulta Yeah also like as someone who's like worked at an establishment like that, like mostly restaurants, if I saw someone stealing, most of the time I'm like, whatever. <laughs> like, am I, am I really gonna deal with this? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to confront this person. Yeah, just like let it go. Be a cool person. <laughs> Be a cool person. Let someone steal. Yeah, let people shoplift. Let people shoplift. <laughs> um, That's the title of the episode. Let people shoplift. <laughs> Should we get into the main news? Mm -hmm. All right. We've got to talk about Trump's Euro trip. Yeah. He went on a little British study abroad. Yes. Have you so many memes? The whole Trump Trump family went with them. The whole Trump family went. They did a family vacation Mm -hmm. to the UK and just the fashion memes have been. Oh my God. The, vi- the, ap- the outfits, I mean, we already talked about the pants, so we don't even need to get into the pants. That was even before, actually, they left. Then the outfits that they wore to meet the queen were all kinds of crazy. That blue collared dress Ivanka was wearing. This isn't, were you going to Little House on the Prairie? Lil, it was a Little House on the Prairie ball gown thing. Oof. I don't know what was going on with that. I think Laura Trump looked okay. Yeah. Melania looked good. She always looks good. Yeah. Though. Melania, Melania knows how to dress. Yeah. Um, Tiffany's dress was okay. Uh, I, and, and the, the suits are a mess across the board. Mess across the board. The uh-huh. suits are a mess across the board. It's a problem. Yeah. So he spent time uh, with members of the royal family, specifically yes. the queen, um, mm-hmm. Prince Charles, Prince Andrew. I always wonder what these people think when they're with him. Yeah. Like, I, like is he... Like is he maybe fun at lunch? Like is there a world like like I like to set aside my own biases and how horrible I think he is? Is there a world where he's like a fun dinner guest? I'm sure that he probably <laughs> is or was at some at point. At some time, you know, because he like he'd probably pay for the meal. Actually, yeah. maybe. Well, not. I mean, this situation probably not. But no, actually, I don't know if he would. I feel like he'd probably dine and dash. Yes. Um, who said he would pay for the meal or at least split the bill and then he just leaves? I feel like he's one of those people that you 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 would have given like a free pass to sometimes that yeah. like be like oh he says some crazy stuff but he's fun yeah and now it's like he's the president and it's and not fun it's not fun <laughs> it's no longer fun <laughs> I just wonder like Queen Elizabeth is so old she's seen so much shit twelve presidents twelve and she's probably just like this motherfucker I know is like I always wonder when he leaves do they all like talk about it and they, are they must. like oh my god. <laughs> Oh goodness! <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, before going, he called the London's mayor Sadiq Khan a stolen, cold loser. Yep. Um, and that London should walk away from any Brexit deal that doesn't meet their terms. Great. He also s- supported Boris Johnson to take over for oh, prime yes. minister because <laughs> because Boris Johnson they kind of look alike. They look so similar yeah. and i think now that it has actually hurt boris johnson's chances of getting prime minister because trump is so unpopular in the uk yes like 20 percent approval rating yes but it is going to be conservative mps who ultimately are the ones that decide the prime minister so mm-hmm. 
who knows the British people are kind of like removed from that decision. But if you don't like, if you can't picture Boris Johnson, he's like the Brexit guy in your mind, Google him because he and Trump actually look exactly the same and it's fucking weird. They're weird clones of each other. So that's probably part of it. Um, tens of thousands of Londoners protested the visit. Yes. Um, Trump, but however, Trump called it fake news and insisted that they were cheering him he, on. <laughs> he did. He was like, I keep seeing fake news about these massive crowds, but they were actually people who love America and were there to cheer me. And I was just like, oh, oh, baby no. boy. Um, oh, it's been no. so weird because he's made, he's made so many comments about Princess Diana too. Like in the past, like you, like when him, Prince Charles and Princess Diana bro- like got divorced, she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck her." Like it's like, <laughs> what? Ah. And now he's like having dinner with. Of course he did though. His, her children. Well, actually, so Prince Harry skipped the banquet dinner. He's actually allowed to now because he's the sixth in line for the crown, mm-hmm. so he's not required to go. And there was actually he was supposed to be escorting Ivanka out somewhere and then he saw that there were cameras and mm-hmm. he stopped and, and like ducked into another hall because mm-hmm. there is not he didn't want to be seen with the dress there is yeah. not there <laughs> is not one photo of trump with either prince william prince harry or um megan markle or kate middleton they all like avoided him because they knew that if he was able to get a picture with one of them that's why he like went to the cemetery with prince andrew because they didn't yeah. want to give him promotional tools for his 2020 campaign if yeah. he had a picture with any of those four we know that us Americans would slop up that pig shit yeah. of the pictures of them just being like, oh my God, he's with Kate Middleton. Like, oh, look. And like Kate looks so great. And yeah. Kate, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that none of them fuck with him at all. I mean, mm-hmm. Meghan Markle said she was like, I would leave the US and girl, you did, you did it. it. She did. You did she it. She did it in the best it, way. Truly. Classy. Like when people say, I'm going to move. If Trump is elected, I'm going to leave the United States to be like, to become the Duchess. <laughs> <laughs> pretty is pretty fucking cool. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see that movie in like fifteen twenty years. The Meghan Markle the biopic. Meghan Markle biopic. Yes, I know they did one on Hallmark, but like that one, when it's not like the legit. Yeah, one. I feel like any biopic that comes out too early, like you, it, there has to be time. Yeah, even like like there will be a really good Obama one eventually. Yeah, there will be a really scary Trump one eventually. Yes. Um, I'll probably have to CGI whoever yeah. plays him. I hope, um, <laughs> I hope Adam McKay gets to do it in like yeah. 20 years. Yeah. We can get like a little vice. A vice situation. Because then it might be a little bit like, cause it, watch, watching that stuff, it's like, oh my God, this is so terrible and atrocious, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that's the best way to consume that shit. Um, like this podcast. Yes. Uh, he did an interview with Piers Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing that I didn't know is that Piers Morgan won Celebrity Apprentice season like 11. Really? Yeah. Like he a, won Celebrity Apprentice. Why would he do Celebrity Apprentice? I don't know. He's a fuck twat too. Yeah, he's horrible. He's British Sean Hannity. Yeah. But he, I like, I just saw that and I was like, oh, oh my God, I didn't realize you were on Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. And everyone hates him there, over there. Yeah. And like, they, for some reason, like even like the co-host that he hosts his morning show with, like they all hate him and they acknowledge the fact that they hate him on air. <laughs> it's really interesting. And it's like, what is this dynamic you guys have going on? The British are so fucking weird. <laughs> Um. So yeah, he Piers Morgan addressed call, President Trump calling Meghan Markle nasty, and we have a clip from that. Do you think Meghan Markle's nasty or not? No. You know, the question was asked to me, and I didn't know that she said anything bad about me. It sounds like she did, and that's okay. I mean, hey, join the crowd, right? You've heard about that too with yourself. Of I course. know that, right? Two assholes bonding. But it seems like she had. 
We're and being they an said asshole. some of the things that she said, and it's actually on tape. And I said, wow, I didn't know she was nasty. I wasn't referring to her, she's nasty. I said, she was nasty about me. And essentially, I didn't know she was nasty about me. So I said, but you know what? She's doing a good job. I hope she enjoys her life. I mean, they have the tape. They released the tape. And CNN and some of the other phonies, they went out oh and they, they took the tape and they even tried to, you know, disgorge it from that. So what happens is uh, they talked about nasty, but we were talking about nasty. She was nasty to me. And that's okay for her to be nasty. It's not good for me to be nasty to her. And I wasn't. Did you and get a fact, chance to talk to I think it? she's doing very well. It's not good it's, for me to be nasty to her, but it's, what, what does I that think, mean? I literally think that that is something that he was, after this came out, I think someone sat him down and said, Donald, she can be nasty to you, but it's not good for you to be nasty to her. <laughs> and then that is just him literally repeating that, like the lessons that he has learned. Yeah. <laughs> but also it's like, you are calling her nasty. Again, it doesn't really yeah. matter the phrasing of the way you say it. I I do think that what he meant was like I didn't realize she was nasty about me. Like I like I do think that that's what he meant, but it's like don't say anything about yeah. Meghan Markle, dude. Just like keep just fucking I guess like I get that like he was shown a direct tape of her, but it's like just be like Wow, I didn't realize she said that and then he can say I think she's doing a great job. I don't know what that means. At what? I mean, I guess I would say she's doing a great job, too. I, I, I mean, I feel like her number one job is to have children, and so she's doing that. I've said many times that I Which like I my I royals. Don't, I don't mean for that to sound sexist. No. Yeah. But, like, that's I mean, what that's the kind monarchy of the deal. is, is having yes. children so the monarchy lives. Yes. <laughs> um, I've said it before. I like my, in general, I like my royals messy. I like an Anne Boleyn situation. Yeah. I want them screaming, going mm-hmm. crazy. Um, but, you know, more... Um, Beheadings. Yeah. Let's I wanna go back to it, but Meghan Markle is doing a good job yeah. <laughs> as far as what she is doing. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know, going to events, wearing a nice outfit, having mm-hmm. a sweet baby. Yeah. Being like pleasant. Like when I see her, I'm like, Oh. Yeah, good for her. Good I for just Meghan like, Markle. I, I, I'm surprised that I don't feel more jealousy towards her. I feel just more impressed by her. It's impressive the she really stuck the landing. She really did. <laughs> like, it's like crazy. It's like wow, what a it's like the long con. Yep. There's that picture of her as a like as a teenager visiting Buckingham Palace, uh-huh. like outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, There you go. There you go. And I think she looked so beautiful at that wedding. Her I, little Disney princess I, face. I would, I would love to know like what like what her thoughts are i like she doesn't do much interviews and i'm like i know what is your life (laughs) she can't i mean first of all the british press is crazy to her crazy crazy Uh and also they're like not allowed to say their opinions on anything like one time she kind of said that she was pro-choice and people freaked out i think i mentioned that on the last pod but yeah they were like you can't say that well they even have like the the media there they have rules about covering the royal family mm-hmm. like they're not allowed to say certain things like there's this whole drama about like prince william cheating on kate middleton yes. and like someone even though there's like i guess evidence of it they had to like retract the statement on this one like column news column yeah. there. i don't know it's a whole interesting it's a whole thing they they and and so in this interview with piers morgan they touch on some other things they talk about climate change donald said i believe that there is a change in weather and i think it changes on both ways okay okay i don't know what what could that does i mean maybe he's admitting here's a generous read 
Maybe he's admitting that climate and weather are different and that climate change has created extreme weather, both cold and hot. Yeah, weather is not climate. Yeah. And um, I don't think that that's what he means, but maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he's systematically... Uh, Dis- dismantling everything the EPA. uh he also discussed climate change apparently prince charles like had a talk with him he was like mm-hmm. listen extremely old man to extremely old man like let's fucking talk about what's mm-hmm. happening here and trump said that uh they had a great conversation uh here, here's the full quote we had a great conversation and it was about what you would call climate change <laughs> He doesn't have to worry about future generations in theory unless he is a very good person who cares about people. What? So what he's saying is like, oh, it's pretty cool that Charles cares about climate change because he's not going to see any of this (laughs) stuff. He doesn't have to care about that if he didn't want to. Well, that is Trump's philosophy on so many things. Even Bill Barr. He's like, I'll, I don't care about my reputation. I'll be dead. So, and same thing with about the deficit. Trump yes. was like, uh, it's not gonna be my problem. I won't be here. Climate change. Yes. I don't care. I'll be dead. Once again, saying the quiet part out loud. How, how do you think his and his children don't seem to give a fuck about that? You're like, oh, you don't care about my children living in a place. Right? What about Jared and Ivanka's like kids? Yeah. They have grandkids. They've and got that cute little girl who can speak uh, Chinese. So other thing we kind of touched upon this the four other trumps that were there tiffany eric um laura and donald Donald, they are private citizens the taxpayers are paying for these people to go on vacation and have fun with the royals they someone asked eric trump's like why are you here and he's like oh i'm having a good time and it's like why are you at state dinners yeah i mean i like if he brought one i would be like like if he brought Ivanka. No, who he should have brought was Baron. Oh, because it's yeah. his child who's ba- in- wait, Baron's the only one who didn't get to go. <laughs> Holy shit. I wonder he he could have been there. So wait. Everybody I'm sorry. Everybody gets to go to the mm-hmm. royal palace to see the queen and only the little boy doesn't get to go? It doesn't seem like it. Melania's there. He has to get a sitter. Damn. That sucks. So they, they should have brought Baron. Yeah, they're that all, sucks. They're all there because it is today is the 75th anniversary of D Day, mm-hmm. and um, so that's why they're all there. Yeah, Trump gave this speech, and whoever wrote the speech did a good job. They said to the men who sit behind me and to the boys who rest in the field before me, your example will never ever grow old, your legend will never tire. And your spirit, brave, unyielding, and true will never die. I wonder if they had to explain to him that Tyre was not a wheel. I honestly, I was like, the Normandy speech, the D-Day speech was good. Um, which is interesting, though, because it's it's just like, I hate the punditry after shit like yeah. this. And they're like, wow, that was so presidential. It's like he can read yeah. and he can talk about a horrific war in a non-unpleasant way. Yeah. And we have to like, like blow smoke up his ass over it i was about to say supporting the allies over the nazis in world war ii is not like a (laughs) difficult thing to do but actually he has failed to do that kind of on several different occasions Mm -hmm. so in reality this is an improvement that he showed up and he wasn't like i don't know what happened here a lot of people there a lot of people say all sorts of things Uh, a lot of good boys on both sides died and uh you know who knows it's crazy to think about how warfare was so differently yeah. so differently than it is now so different like people like humans were parachuting out of 
planes who have never known how to parachute before. And literally just people running at each other. Just running at each other and firing. Yeah, and firing guns. guns. And you're just running. And then like you run at them and they run at you. And like you just try to keep running. <laughs> it's, it's scary It's fucking fuck. crazy. I know. When I think about how scary that is, I'm just like. Yeah. Well, it, and they're all like 17 year old yeah. men. Yeah. Young boys. Anyways. Should we get to one more thing? We should. Um, fucking Joe Biden. I know. <laughs> Joe Biden's campaign said on Wednesday that he supports the Hyde Amendment, which is an amendment that bans federal funds to, from being used to pay for abortion services. Uh, so that's basically the thing that says, uh, you know, you can't use Medicare or Medicaid to pay for abortions. Um so this means that in states that ban their own Medicaid money from being paid for abortions, low-income women have a much harder time accessing the procedure uh, because their Medicaid dollars can't go to it. So it's basically a way of making it so that like poor women yeah. have an even harder time getting an abortion, yeah. which already they have the highest barriers because a lot of poor women live in the South or live in these states where mm-hmm. like it's really hard to get an abortion. And then it's like, when you think about just the cost, like if you're talking about someone who is poor in like Texas, so it's like you got to take off of work to go to the clinic that's many, many miles away. Once you get to that clinic, you probably have a waiting period. I'm not sure what exactly the deal is in Texas, but most of these places have a waiting period. So you got to go in. So you got to put yourself up in a hotel now, potentially far away. You're missing work this entire time and your Medicare or Medicaid can't cover the abortion. So it's just like the cost is astronomical for people. We're getting to a time now where women are going to start, you know, either trying to get back alley abortions or, you know, women were killing themselves instead of having children. Yes. And it's going to start happening. Yes. It's fucking people like, like the desperation that a woman who does not want to have a child that is pregnant feels like, it's I mean, it's a, it's really astounding. And the lengths that we have seen throughout history that women would go mm-hmm. to not be pregnant with a child that they did not want to be pregnant with. Like, we know what road this goes down. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Um, OK, so many Democratic lawmakers have called for the Hyde Amendment to be repealed. So it's weird that Biden would just show up and be like, actually, I support the Hyde Amendment. Um, especially since he's the front runner and especially since women is- women's issues are like this big ding against him and especially since not being progressive enough is this big ding against him. I just don't understand for the life of me why he would see that as a beneficial campaign move. Even if it's what he believes, I like don't understand why he would come out and say that. Yeah, I don't know. He's he like, is he trying? Is he trying to appeal to some moderate person i think think he's trying to appeal to this like middle ground this like democrat that i don't think is actually like i mean i'm sure there are democrats who are there are are democrats who are moderate but i don't i think that like a joe biden campaign thinks that like this middle of the road like centrist democrat thing is like is what's is like the real juice that's going to get you elected when actually it's just the thing that's going to depress the entire base and make no one excited like it's honestly it's going to be hard to get excited about a Joe Biden campaign if that's where this goes. And mm-hmm. I don't think that he's inevitable. I think the longer the campaign goes on, the worse he keeps doing. I agree. Well, he's already dropped like 12 points yeah. since he announced or yeah. maybe it was seven. 
but still. And he's going to get on that debate amount. stage, mm-hmm. and he's not good in those debates. He's proven that many times. He's not great on the debates. He doesn't. There's no energy behind his campaign. Like, who is his constituency? Who are they? And he's also lost the Democratic primary so many times. Yes. So it's like, what makes you think this is going to be any different? I have this. I have this interesting. I have this theory. Mm-hmm. So I, like, he's going to look worse. And blah blah blah. And I think a lot of people. Uh, on the progressive side are choosing between Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. And when it becomes apparent that one of those three is going to be moving forward, I really think that one of those three will get a, a much better chance. I think I there's think, a lot I, of Bernie people too. We'll all pool together. And I, boost that yes. person. Yeah, I think once people, I, I think we'll coalesce around someone who's not Joe Biden. I honestly don't mm. think that he's, I actually don't think that he's going to get the nomination. I think we're really far out. I think he's already like plummeting in the polls. I don't see any people that are excited about him. And obviously I'm in a progressive liberal bubble, but the progressive liberal bubble is who actually votes in the primary. So yeah. like, I just don't. I, I don't actually think he's going to get the nomination. Yeah. I've been seeing a, a big swing towards a specific, like a, a, a Elizabeth Warren lately. Yeah. It like, seems like Elizabeth Warren is like slowly, but surely just like getting mm-hmm. like climbing up there. Like people are recognizing that she's the real deal. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are seeing, you know, the Bernie policies that people really like, but in a person who maybe comes with less baggage and who's a little younger and who inspires a little more. Yeah energy from people it's interesting we should just whoever the democratic nominee is should be someone who wants to make abortion as accessible as possible yeah i think that that's a litmus test Mm -hmm. i'm not a big litmus test person but that is one Mm -hmm. and it's crazy like i don't know i feel like it's this weird thing in the democratic party where like we're all told we're supposed to be cool with someone not having like a great abortion record but it's like we wouldn't accept uh like like a racist candidate or no. like you know what or, i mean or if we had a candidate that was like i don't support gay marriage like that person would not be the democratic yeah. nominee so it's weird to me that like abortion has become this weird thing where it's like ladies please like maybe you could just calm down a little bit mm-hmm. on that issue and it's like no this is like the issue yeah. of our time for us truth facts so bye joe <laughs> All right, I think that's the end of our app, yeah? Yeah. All right, guys, until the end of Democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.